Welcome to the Verite Podcast. My name is Sheena Souza, and I am honored to share my truth with you. The truth as I know it, what I have discovered and am discovering along this journey of life. Some will be universal truths, and some will be entirely subjective. But my hope is that as you listen to this, you will discover your own truths as we are all living and loving and learning together. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. Today, I want to talk about something that's probably in the minority, and that's okay with me, but I want to talk about how to not cripple our children and set them up for failure by making them the center of our lives. (laughs) Okay, you ready for this? You ready for how not to do this? Just don't do it. (laughs) Okay. That's it. Shortest podcast ever in history. Don't do it. Oh, you know, I, I first, I, I heard Francis Chan, who is, gosh, one of the greatest teachers and men of our time, I believe. I love and respect him so much. I joke and say I would follow him into hell because I agree so much with him on so many things. And I remember way back in the day, I think our oldest daughter was like one or two. And I was watching one of his messages and he, he said something that resonated so much with me. And I think he has five kids, five kids, maybe more than that. And he was saying that he and his wife, you know, they, their idea, their belief is that you You have your children, absolutely. You love them, you train them, you teach them, but they are invited into your world. They are invited to come along for a season, for the season and the amount of years that we have them. They are invited to come alongside you and see what you're doing. Be a part of what it is that you feel called to do, your vision, your your dreams, and expose them to those things. And when they are older, they get to choose what they want to make their life about. And I was like, yes, yes, man. Oh my gosh, that that like just resonates with me. Our children can be invited to come along into our lives. Come alongside us with what my husband and I feel called to do. I am not going to rearrange my life and the things that God has put in my heart and the things that God has put in my husband's heart, drop those. And for the next 18 years, okay, now it's all about you, child. We are gonna, we are gonna expose you to art and ballet lessons and karate and um, and volleyball and soccer and basketball and horseback riding and you know that book, The Overscheduled Child, right? This epidemic in America. And spend 50% of my time in a car taking you here and there and making my life about you. You guys, I, I hear I, I hear how this sounds. It sounds selfish, but just stick with me for a moment, okay? If they are raised that way, how do you think that shapes their worldview? That life is about them. But if from the time they're little, we say, 
okay, we're going to show you this and we're going to show you this and we're going to show, show you what's in our heart to do. And you're going to come along the ride for a few years with us. And as you experience life, God is going to put in your heart things that you are going to dream for and accomplish. And whatever those are, we support you 100%. But I think it's really important for children to see that the world does not revolve around them. Guys, how common is it that once the kids are 18, oh, the marriage falls apart. Oh, the parents don't know who they are anymore. Oh, they have to relearn each other. And oftentimes they just don't end up doing that. They just part ways because they have spent so much time and energy making their marriage about their children. And they lose sight of who they are, who the spouse is, time for each other, and have put on the back burner for years the things that, that has been on their hearts to do. And I do think that the whole millennial thing, you know, that is one of the the reasons why millennials are known for being millennials, right? And so I don't know. I just wanted to share my thoughts. As always, take it with a grain of salt. But our parenting style is not we will make our lives revolve around you. And what is it that, that you want for the next 18 years and beyond, right? Because then, <laughs> then they're with you for 25 years and 30 years. No, when you're 18, kid, you go fly. You go fly your wings and go do. Go do something. That's our parenting philosophy. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it is in the minority. I do believe that. But guys, we are shaping human lives. And if we have a bunch of 20-year-olds on our hands right now, not mine personally, but in the world, who are brats, <laughs> not all of them, right? But who just think that the world revolves around them and everything is going to be given to them on a silver platter. Let's go back. Let's, let's look at how we've done things. You guys, I take my job as a mother very seriously. I take my job in not enabling my children very seriously. If they can make their own lunches, guess what? Guess who's making their lunches? They are. If they can do their own laundry, guess who's doing their laundry? They are. I, for, I, don't, I don't know what the quote is and who said it, but it's along the lines of, if someone can do something and you do it for them, I don't know what the punchline is, but it's basically like, that's stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> it's just total enabling. And so... I don't know. I I want our girls to, when they are 18, go fly. Go fly. Do what you want to do. Do what's in your heart. No, you're, you're not going to stay home. You're going to go fly. And doors always open. You can come back. You can come back for a hug. <laughs> you can come back for some wine, some love, some laughs. But go fly. 
and I've said this to them before, whether they end up being a gas station attendant and loving people well, or a surgeon in a third world country, no matter what they do, if they are loving people well, oh, that makes me so proud. That's it. There's no criteria of performance and accomplishment other than loving people well. But it starts with Toss and I modeling that for them. And it does them a disservice if I do everything for them. That's not love. That is not love. That's enablement. It's raising entitled children. Don't even get me started on entitled children in America. I'm not even talking about millennials now. Oh, I don't want to do that. There's nothing we can do about people who aren't ours, children who aren't ours. And if they're already raised, we can, there's nothing we can do, right? However, here's what we can do. We can look at how we're raising our children, if we have them, or if you plan to have them. And hear me, I'm not saying, you know, don't do the sports. Don't do piano lessons. Don't do the, the soccer games. It's not a punishment, not a punishing parenting philosophy. But the essence of it is, let's not make that the focal point of our our children's experience so that when they grow up, they think that life revolves around them. The essence of it is you guys come alongside us and get to be a part of, of where we're going and what we're doing. And also consider, really consider, that just because you can do something for your kids, just because you can offer them something or have the, the time and the freedom or the finances to do X, Y, Z, doesn't always mean that you should. 